Next on BYU Sports Nation, bombs away on the football field. The speed, the size, and the potential of the BYU wide receiving core. The man coaching the receivers and the man throwing to them join us two-on-one as Cougar Camp All Access continues. Plus, BYU basketball recruit Nick Emery returns home from his mission with a medical condition, what it is and what it means. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Thursday, August 7th. That's right, we're seven days into August and one day closer to actual football. My name is Spencer Linton. Teamed up with Jerem Jordan, a 2014 BYU intramural champion, as evidenced by the t-shirt he's wearing today. In softball. Now, you and I played in a semifinal flag football game yesterday and won. This means Saturday morning we are playing for the championship. However, the other team, I think, is pretty good. So we got our hands full Saturday morning. Let's go get another t-shirt. Huge show today. The man coaching arguably the most dynamic and exciting wide receiver core BYU has ever assembled. Guy Holiday featured in 15 minutes as part of Cougar Camp All Access. In 30 minutes, BYU quarterback Taysom Hill, the offseason for him of major changes, what that means for the Heisman candidate. And at 1045, the Nick Emery situation, which broke last night. The star basketball recruit we found out returning early from his mission to Germany Uh, Due to an early medical release, a condition that he's suffering with, BYU Sports Nation's medical correspondent, Dr. Matthew Polson, on what Nick's going through. It's called thoracic outlet syndrome. We'll get uh, the nitty-gritty on that from the doctor. Not to mention uh, Spencer Hadley signs with the Oakland Raiders. So we'll discuss that a little bit later as well. So a lot going on right now uh, with BYU football practice. And the Nick Emery situation uh, is interesting, concerning for Nick's health. And then, uh, you know, the unanswered question, which we won't know for a while, which is when, uh, you know, is, is he going to go back out on a mission somewhere else or is he going to play? You know, what's the situation there? We won't know that answer for a little while, but we hope that all is well with Nick. Yeah, certainly. It's, everybody wants to know, well, what's going to happen with his career right now? Serious yeah, enough just, to fly him home from Germany. I mean, it's on hold. Yeah. Let's worry about Nick as a human being right now, figure out what the condition is. As I mentioned, our correspondent, Dr. Matthew Polson, will join us and let us know what it all means. Uh, lighter moment yesterday in football practice that I want to bring up as it was ending. And Jeremy and I were standing next to each other when this happened. Devon Blackman and Jordan Leslie in the middle of the team huddle. And Jeremy said, I think they're, I think they're singing the the BYU fight song. So I, they didn't quite get the the lyrics, let alone the tune. <laughs> We're told that they uh, said, "Rise all." One of them said, "Rise all loyal tigers." Tigers. To which, to which you know, uh, some friendly boos came from teammates. But it, it was a fun moment. They're still learning the fight song. That's a part of fall camp. Is uh, newcomers? Hey, you got to know the fight song. You got to learn the fight song. Yeah, they got booed more than once, too, like three hey, or four trust times. Trust me, those guys will produce many fight songs this season. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Get involved in today's Twitter questions. Speaking of Devon Blackman and Jordan Leslie. Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet coming in from at FinDaddy81. Yards are going to be Jordan Leslie. Big plays are going to be Ashanti Blackman. 
Devon Blackman, Blackman, but at Ashanti Blackman on Twitter. BYU Sports Nation simulcast in beautiful radio vision. We're on BYU Radio. If you're new to the program, we're also on BYU TV each and every day. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The BYU Bomb Squad. Day six of BYU football fall camp. And up to this point, the receivers have most certainly lived up to the hype. Yes, it's day six. And yes, BYU has had their fair share of great receivers. Guys like Cody Hoffman, who just left. Who will, by the way, may start for the Redskins in their preseason game tonight due to injury. Yeah. Austin Colley, Eric Drage, Margin Hooks, explosive guys that are burners like Todd Watkins and Tyler Anderson. But can you remember when they had all of these guys, size, speed, playmakers, at the same time? Now, calm the heck down, dude. It's fall camp. It's been a week. I'm excited about this group, too. By the way, who's created the hype with this group? We are part of the hype machine, baby. No, I'm excited that these guys are here for sure. But to compare them to that group, I think you're you're getting a little loco right now. I think they could be good, and they have some burners. Who am I comparing them to? You just listed a great— I said said, they've had great receivers. I said size, speed, and playmaking. I didn't say Austin Colley, Todd Watkins, Margin Hooks, all, all at but the same time. But can you remember when it was here at the same time? They're going to be good. Let's not go crazy, though. They've had a good first week. Guess what? There hasn't been a good pass rush. We haven't seen the O-line, what they're actually going to do. I mean, it's going to be different in the games. However, I'm really excited, too, at the BYU Bomb Squad. Let I, me ask you this. Did you feel this way about the receivers last year that you do this year? I've, I haven't felt as excited about this receiving group in a long time. Point Spencer! <laughs> but they're not all here at the same time like that group that you mentioned. When Collie and Pitta were here, would you rather have Collie and Pitta or this group? Tell me that. Yes. I would rather have two All-Americans, right? We'll see. Maybe there are two All-Americans in this group. Here's the point. BYU lost its best three receivers last year and replaced it with what appears to be an upgrade in talent. However, they've looked good so far. Let's keep it up, and let's see what they can do in the games. How many Chip Kelly recruits have come to BYU? I don't know. We've got one one now. We've got one now. Day six. Yeah, I get it. Day six. And I went in purposely... With the mindset that, okay, I'm going to rein it back. Yeah, they look good. They're physical specimens. They're fast. It's exciting. But they are chucking the ball all over the field, and they're catching it. Okay? Yeah, they're doing a great job. Like, we, we've seen, you know, five practices. Yes. What can, what can Taysom Hill the and the way. receivers do when they're full speed, every practice is pads and physical, and there's a full pass, uh, pass rush on? Yeah, you're right. There's absolutely some validity to that point. I just don't want to go nuts right now. Like, it's August 7th. Can we? Can, it's not even September 7th. You know what I mean? After game two. Day six, so far, so good. We're about to go all access with that. What has BYU TV sports analyst Brian Logan seen? He's another outside perspective. He might have trumped my enthusiasm, Jeremy. He told us on Monday that this year's team... Yeah, they have a plethora of wide receiver thre- uh, wide receiver threats. The difference was that it was a different receiver every single time. You know, it wasn't like oh, Austin Collie the whole time or, or, or Cody Kurtz. Hoffman the yeah, whole time. Yeah. You know, it was a different player hmm. every single time from the new guys even to the, the current guys. But I feel bad for Coach Holiday. How do you get out all these guys on the field? 
it's a great problem to have, and we'll ask yes. Coach Holiday about that in about eight minutes here on BYU Sports Nation. It's unique, Jerem, because they have two burners, Devon Blackman, Jordan Leslie. They have two six six guys. They that, can both play. That can both play. Yeah, Nick I Kurtz, mean, Mitch Matthews. Yeah, it's 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 nothing if you're fast. It's nothing if you're six six. You have to be able to catch the ball and actually play. These guys are good receivers. I'm excited at the prospect of these guys. Really excited. And we're seeing positive things so far in practice. Two quick slot guys, Keanu Nelson, Trey Dye. Five of the six names that I just listed are brand new to the BYU program. The only guy of Awesome six, and scary. Mitch Matthews, yes. Ross Oppo, Colby Pearson, Kurt Henderson. Those guys will see the field as well. And there, there could be ten different receivers that play. It's going to be mostly six, I would imagine. And, and we'll address the numbers again with Guy Holiday in a moment. But there, the talent and the depth is there. Yeah, if you told me, okay, you get a you get a makeup, you know, tell me the makeup of the group you want. I would say, you know what, I got, I want a couple big targets, I want a couple burners, and I want a couple, uh, you know, quick quick guys as opposed to speed. There's a difference there. Uh, you would want all of that in one, right? No, that's not going to happen. Not everyone's Megatron or Larry Fitzgerald, whatever. You always got a really good group on paper. Now I'm excited to see what happens as we continue through practice. We evaluate that. And then I think BYU will be able to pass the ball effectively. Taysom Hill has weapons. They don't have to lean on Cody Hoffman. And Skyler Ridley was a great story and emerged senior year, one and done, second leading receiver, big catch against Houston. They've got legit dudes in there now. This is good talent. This is P5 talent. When you look at the camp roster sheet that they've given to us, uh, media availability and, and for, for the public as well, you look at the roster, there, there are receivers that are listed as tight ends. And so... That sh- yeah, that was uh, two days ago they did that. Yeah, we, we asked Guy Holiday about that. Like, what, what's the deal with... with Jordan Leslie with, and Keanu Nelson. listing guys, some of these new receivers, at the tight end spot, and, and he spoke to that. We have great versatility. I, I prefer not to label. Okay. You know, to say that they're tight ends, no, they're not tight ends. They're <laughs> yeah. not, not going to put their hand on the ground, anything like that. Uh, <laughs> We're going to move those guys around based on matchups. Uh, if we can get uh, nine, as I call them, uh, Jordan matched up on the safety, I think we have a huge advantage. And uh, the bottom line is, guys, they're all receivers, and we're going to take advantage of their attributes and what make them special. I love that he calls Jordan Leslie nine. nine. Yeah. Yeah, nine's going to have a special nine. year. And they're, they're putting all of this talent on so that they can create mismatches. Okay, they do you not want Jordan Leslie lined up against the linebacker? Against good, I want Jordan Leslie grief. against anyone. I don't really care. Last year BYU lost some weapons, but they replaced it with good recruiting, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Holler! Three. Last season, three BYU receivers caught 30 plus passes, and all three are gone. So BYU addressed that with okay. talent. I, All right. How many receivers does BYU get 30-plus this year? I'll go four. Four or five? We hope so. I don't, I don't think BYU produces a 1,000-yard receiver or a 100-yard catch guy. I think that they have several good guys. You don't yeah. lean on a yeah. Hoffman or a Kali or a Pitta. There's so much good that comes from having a deep wide receiver core. One, creates healthy competition. Red zone production, you would yes, yes, absolutely there, right think there. will, will skyrocket from where it was last year. And it helps the run game. Is Jamal Williams the greatest benefactor of having good wide receivers? You'd think Taysom Hill through the air 
himself. I think I just think BYU will be able to spread the field vertically, horizontally, and there's just I think that BYU can go back to what it used to do, which is we, try and stop us. We have way too many weapons, and we're gonna there's gonna be something open, and we will take advantage. Yeah, we'll discuss the more of this where the benefactors are coming up in a little bit, and and how this factors into the Jamal Williams run game. Now let's go to our Twitter question, which is about the bomb squad. Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? It's Twitter time. At Kurtz 91 from what I've seen at practices, it's going to be either Mitch Matthews or Nick Kurtz. They're the smooth operators. They go up and catch the ball at its highest point. They make it look easy against good defensive backs. Yeah, Kurtz more than Matthews right now, in my opinion. Kurtz makes everything look easy. It's... He's impressive. He's improved Silky. a lot. And this next one's in Spanish uh, from at Denicio. Yo digo que verá ser Nick Kurtz. Tiene bastante talento. Atrapa todo y puede brincar un montón. I'd have to agree. I agree 100%. I, I agree 100% with that. Absolutely. <laughs> we are going international. We have an international channel. It's BYU Sports here. International Spanish and Portuguese. for that moment. At Cougar Fan. My head says Devon Blackman. And my gut says Jordan Leslie. I'll go with Nick Kurtz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's Thanks well, for that. That's a well-cogitated tweet, my friend. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation. We mentioned this off the top. BYU basketball signing Nick Emery returned home from his mission to Germany early due to a medical condition. He received a medical release suffering from something called thoracic outlet syndrome. We're going to ask Dr. Ma- uh, Matthew Polson what that all means, and uh, hey, how about Spencer Hadley, Raider Nation? Yeah, Emery got home yesterday. Jackson Emery tweeted out a picture with him. He looks, he looks good right he now. He looks healthy, he looks yeah. happy, so that's, we've got that going for him. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar Camp All Access. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B, hanging out at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Want to say thanks to all of our followers. You have increased that, uh, that number. We're excited about the prospect of what we can bring you in the future. Subscribe to and listen to the podcast on iTunes. Also, there's an RSS feed you can subscribe to on BYUSportsNation.com. We're not even a year into this thing. And we are rocking and rolling. So we thank you, BYU Sports Nation, for getting on board. Our birthday's in like three weeks. <laughs> That's right. September Labor 2nd. Labor Day was the first day after we BYU lost Virginia. Let's hope uh, our one year, our first <laughs> birthday is uh, a little, uh, on a little bit brighter note. I told you we'll be talking about a 41-13 to 13 <laughs> win for BYU against Connecticut. I love it. Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? That's our Twitter question today. At ZStevenson94 says... Devon Blackman. He won't have the most receptions, but he'll be able to turn a five-yard slant into an 80-yard touchdown. Seriously. The guys, the, yeah. It's, I, I think he's almost illegal how fast he is. He's really good. He has made three wow plays, I can remember specifically over the past few days. On Saturday, he made a one-handed catch. You tweeted out a link showing the aerial view of that yeah. last night. Yeah, he Instagrammed a video of that, some of the film. And then yesterday, he had two catches, one way behind the defense for like 65 yards from Christian Stewart, and then another one where he, he caught the ball uh, like five or ten On yards. And out. And then, and then turned that into a 35-yard touchdown, outrunning the corner in safety. He, I believe your speed, reaction to baby. me after that was speed. Speed! And speed! And I yeah, love it. That's what I said as he ran it. Speed! 
How do you get all of these guys onto the field and make them have an impact? That's one of the many questions we address with receivers coach Guy Holiday, who has assembled arguably the most dynamic wide receiver core all at one time. And yes, it's arguable, Jerem. I know. I know. But nonetheless, the prospect of what it can become is so exciting. We go Cougar Camp All Access with receivers coach Guy Holiday. We are getting you ready for the BYU football season. With insider access to fall camp, this is Cougar Camp All Access on BYU Sports Nation. Cougar Camp All Access with wide receivers coach Guy Holiday. Coach, uh, we were just joking before you came in. You have so much talent at the wide receiver position. How many seven wide sets are we going to see this year? Heck, I wish we could do that. You know, <laughs> you can only put five on the field at one time, and. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see as the offense evolves, how we use everybody. And it's, it's just, a, for me, it's an exciting time, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned that you need six to eight guys to really make this offense tick. How many different receivers are we going to see on the field this year? You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping we see eight, you know, uh, a minimum of six. Uh, I, you know, again, I think last year we, we got in, a, in a, you know, a situation where we really didn't have the legs. And uh, so my goal is, and I know Coach and I's goal is, is to get us to the season uh, fresh and healthy and uh, at the same time still be demanding. So we're, we're going to, you're going to see at least six of them out there and, uh, and hopefully as many as eight. After last season, you lose the top three receivers. Uh, in recruiting, you address that. Is that validated in any way through the first couple of days of practice where, okay, we replaced those guys and upgraded the talent? You know, in college football is year to year. So uh, what have validated for me is uh, at the end of this season and see how good we are. I can't say after three days or four days how good we're going to be, but I think we address the needs. Um, this group of receivers is, is different than the uh, previous group. So uh, that's what makes college football exciting. And, uh, you know, I don't expect anything less than to, than to be really good because if you do, you're not going to be. So, yeah, do I think the needs were addressed? Sure. Uh, it's all a matter of how we use our tools and weapons. And, you know, with people, a lot of people don't understand, it changes from year to year. You know, you may have been really good throwing these particular routes uh, one year and then the following year you may be better at something else. It's just the way uh, the game evolves. So I'm looking forward to it. It would seem that over the first few practices, the deep ball has been uh, kind of a concerted effort. Your quarterback's been chucking it down the field with that speed and, and the receivers. What kind of uh, an impact do you feel like that the speed and the deep ball will have uh, for BYU in, in this 2014 season? Well, I know, uh, and it's funny because Taysom Hill is right there, and, I, and him and I talked in the offseason, and I told him one thing. We're going to be able to stretch the field, and, and I, you know, we're going to go get you some guys or, and it, uh, that can stretch the football field. And uh, because I really think, uh, in the passing game, there's nothing that breaks uh, a defensive back like a long completion. And 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 it, you know, in the past, teams oppress you because they don't believe you can get over the top. So that was the one thing we wanted to address was being able to get over the top. And it's been built into this past game. Uh, you know, for the longest. And like I said before, we uh, coming here, we kind of took a little bit of um, Arizona and, and uh, Washington State or Texas Tech, I should say, and blended it with the, uh, with the true West Coast play action down the field game uh, that I'm used to. So it's really exciting to see guys run by people. Just us here. Taysom's not here. What do you really think <laughs> of Taysom Hill? 
Well, you know, it's really funny because Taysom and I, we have a different relationship. He's, uh, I have a lot of respect for Taysom. We're really close, I, I would say. Uh, we talk a lot about different things, what he likes and how he wants things done, and he's a quarterback, and that's what a quarterback should do. So my job in coaching receivers is to uh, make an adjustment where the quarterback's going to be comfortable. I, I think the key is, you know, when you're in good offenses, the quarterback's never wrong. You know, uh, and and so that's my job to make sure he's never wrong. And uh, so him and I, we talk, you know, at least once a day probably. A lot of times after practice, going off the field or doing practice, and he'll say, hey, what do you think about this? So, you know, and I I wouldn't want it any other way because if you can't communicate with that guy and you don't know what he's thinking, it doesn't make any difference. You know, so I I think he's maturing. I think he's throwing the ball really well, and uh, his decision-making is quicker. You know, I think a lot of people expected so much from Taysom his first year back, really taking snaps in a game. You know, practice is one thing, but game time is another. I I thought he had an outstanding year, and uh, I'm looking forward to him being known more for his arm than his legs. Cougar camp all access. Was that all right, Taysom? Was that answer right? That was acceptable, he says. Yeah, thanks, Taysom. Okay. Trying to distract me at the beginning of this. Yes, Cougar Camp All Access with receivers coach Guy Holiday. Coach, uh, on the fall camp roster sheet, listed as tight ends are Keanu Nelson and, and Jordan Leslie. Uh, what, what's that all about, and are you, are you just planning on going five wide, or how, how does that work into the roster? Well, I think what we do is we play inside and out. Uh, Jordan is really versatile, and he played inside and out for me at UTEP, uh, and he'll do the same here. Um, we're going to do the same thing with Mitch Matthews. Uh, we're going to put guys, I think one thing that uh, we learn in the go fast, go hard offense, we can't sacrifice having guys in the right position to make plays uh, based on position. Uh, so, you know, they're listed as tight ends. Uh, let's hope everybody looks at them as tight ends and keeps linebackers on the field, and that gives us <laughs> a, a good advantage. By the way, Taysom is not that great of a guy. He's just standing here. I just, <laughs> no, I <laughs> just kidding. So are those guys more like H, H-backs in the slot, or Y? You, know? you could say they're, they're, they play inside. Uh, we have great versatility. I, I prefer not to label them. Okay. You know, to say that they're tight ends, no, they're not tight ends. They're, <laughs> yeah. not, they're not going to put their hand on the ground, anything like that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move those guys around based on matchups. Uh, if we can get uh, nine, as I call them, uh, Jordan matched up on the safety, I think we have a huge advantage. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, for me, he, he uh, you know, led the nation in or second in the nation in yards per catch. And his specialty is going down the field. And if we need to put him out, outside to do that, that's where we'll go. The bottom line is, guys, they're all receivers, and we're going to take advantage of their attributes and what make them special. That's what good football is to me. Cougar camp all access with Guy Holiday, wide receivers coach at BYU. Emphasis on the deep ball, Jerem. They wanted to stretch the field. And he said in that interview – I think that there's nothing that breaks up a defense like a long completion, okay, that sets them back. It is, it's a blow to the schnoz, man. I to mean, the schnoz. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's right in the kisser. Yeah, that's, as a DB, I mean, we could ask Brian Logan. It, it's, you know, I, there's probably humiliation associated with that, right? I liked what he said about versatility. We're not going to sacrifice having a guy uh, not in position to make a great play because of where he's at on the field. Why not put Mitch Matthews inside? Why not? Jordan Leslie, they'll play inside and out, he said. So I like the versatility to that, 
that that brings. Different guys at different positions. We're going to see different guys go deep. They may run slants across the field at times. It doesn't matter. It doesn't always have to be the burner that goes deep right. necessarily because you have six six guys that you're like, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it up to Nick Kurtz or Mitch Matthews who are one-on-one with a 5'10 cornerback. Nick Kurtz will have at least four inches on every corner he faces this season. Like typical corners, 5'9 to 6'2 at the tallest, right? Rob Daniels a tall cornerback. Even then, Kurt, 6'6", long arms. He reaches up and grabs the ball at its highest point. BYU's got some options there. And you can, he's, Guy Holiday is, uh, you know, he's, he's calm. He gets excited. But you can tell that he's sort of tempering the excitement until he kind of sees it on the field. I think he likes, he, he answered like, sure, we upgraded the talent. Sure? You got a lot more talent. But he wants to see it on the field, as do I. I watched Mitch Matthews matched up against Rob Daniel yesterday run a little hitch and go. It was a great route. Rob was pretty well in good defensive position. He was in pretty good defensive position. But Taysom put the ball where only Mitch can catch it and and Rob got beat. And he he kind of his body language was like, yeah, that was just a really that good happens. route. And the offense and, has the advantage. They know where the ball's going. There's, there's the not much DB I can has do. to figure it out, you know. Offense has the advantage most of the time. It's encouraging to see a guy like Mitch Matthews make a play to catch a touchdown in the corner of the end zone on a fade route of sorts against a defensive back like Rob Daniel because Rob is a good defender. It's ju- not He's a ju- good big defender. Yes. It's not just Mitch Matthews coming back that is like, well, he's got to be the guy, and then we'll lean on uh, you know Colby Pearson and Mitchell Jurgens. They added these other guys that do a lot of things, and they get along. That's the one thing that I really like from practice that I'm noticing. Coming off high fives, chatting with each other, discussing helmet off before the next play, talking. These guys are excited as a group to do work together. It seems that they're all on the same page. They're all on board. Like you want, you want to see that type of chemistry. Plus, you know, for Blackman, this is his third team. He wants this to stick, right? Kurtz, this is his D one team. Leslie, this is it. Nelson, this is it. Die. This is the first time. So they all have different agendas, but I think they're going to gel well. Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? Continue to use the hashtag BYUSN. At CoogFanRaj says the better question is who will be the second best receiver to Jordan Leslie. I see what you did there. Yeah. Up next, Cougar Camp All Access 2-on-1 continues with Taysom Hill. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Holla back at you. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Quinn Stefani on the voice. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. 2014 intramural softball champion at BYU, Jerem Jordan. Sports. Sports. Hashtag sports. We're in radio vision. If you're not familiar with that term, we are simulcast live on BYU Radio. You can watch us on BYU TV in a myriad of ways. Stay tuned to Cougar Camp All Access with uh, various interviews uh, whenever we get them, plus interviews from this show, youtube.com slash Sports. You can subscribe to that. Then it just shows up uh, on the daily. Different interviews that we do here. We put the interviews uh, up online, pl- uh, and we don't use everything on BYU Sports Nation. So if you want to see all those, check that out. Plus BYU Sports Nation interviews. Your home for a ton of video. Cool story. I had a guy come up to me, uh, a fan of the show, and say, hey, I've, I've been in Mexico uh, working for the State Department on different projects. I listen to your show all the time in Mexico. Now I'm, I'm just cool. stopping here for a minute on my way up to Washington. And th- that, is, that is the purpose of BYU Sports Nation, so that we can reach the masses. No matter where, where wherever you are. you are. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the various internets. 
So again, we appreciate uh, all the followers and the people that uh, that are tuning in, and uh, you make our job great, right? I think he knows what plethora means. <laughs> which wide receiver? Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? That is our Twitter question today at Ryan Osman. Thinking about the receiving core is getting my adrenaline going. <laughs> Just like it goes just before kickoff. So excited mm. for the offense. Is he shaking his keys right now? What's the first play <laughs> going to be? I'm excited, too. What's the first play going to be, Jeremy? I've told you what I want the first play to I be. I know what you want it to be. What do you think it's going to be? You want it to be an 80-yard bomb to Devon I Blackman. do. I just, want, I just want, like, go deep, baby! If we throw it <laughs> incomplete, who cares? Why not? <laughs> you know what I don't want it to be? Uh, hand off to Paula CK for three yards. <laughs> Let's do something exciting on the first play. In 1997, maybe eight, BYU played at Arizona State. Kevin Federick went back to pass, threw it as far as he could, and Ben Cahoon laid out and caught it. First play, like 53 yards. It was so awesome. Yeah. I want that again. That's that punch to the schnoz that we're talking about. Yes. Like, come out firing. Yes. Now, now if it's a uh, you know quick screen to Devon Blackman and he breaks... Breaks it and goes, whatever. I just want yards. I don't care how you get the yards. Combo face punch. 80-yard touchdown. Yes. Yeah. I would love that. Resetting today's trending topics. Of course, we're talking about the bomb squad. That will continue. And and when we get a second, we need to talk about what this does for Jamal Williams, Jerem. Okay? We briefly mentioned it. How much will this open up what he's able to do? Not having to face eight or nine in the box last year. Yeah, that's something we should talk about. Nick Emery returns home from his mission Nine months early due to a medical condition called thoracic outlet syndrome. We'll talk to Dr. Matthew Polson, BYU Sports Nation medical correspondent, on what that means for Nick, what he's dealing with uh, in about 12 minutes here on BYU Sports Nation. And Spencer Hadley signs a deal with the Oakland Raiders to join them in fall camp. He was with the Saints, got cut, and now he's with the Raiders. Hashtag the autumn wind is a Raider. If you haven't seen that NFL film's video or song, look it up on YouTube. It's fantastic. Even if you're not a Raider fan, you'll enjoy it. Epic voice work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just... The autumn wind is a Raider, <laughs> pillaging just for fun. He'll <laughs> knock you around and upside down until he has won. It's like the... And laugh when he's conquered and won. That's the last yeah, one. It's awesome. It's yeah. really good. Uh, oh, by the way, Taysom Hill joining us in Cougar Camp All Access 2-on-1. What challenges does the quarterback face and why was this offseason of change so much better for him compared to last year let's go back to the cougar camp all access we are getting you ready for the byu football season with insider access to fall camp this is cougar camp all access on byu sports nation Camp All Access in 2014 on BYU Sports Nation. We're with BYU quarterback Taysom Hill. Taysom, you've now had a few days to get things back and rolling. Earlier, Robert and I said that he is really pleased with the direction that things are going, especially with you. He pointed out you and Christian and saying that the ball is ripping and it is sharp. Uh, when you hear your offensive coordinator say that, how does that make you feel? Yeah, it feels good. Um, you know, going into fall camp and, and even last year, I always knew I had the trust and respect of Coach and I. And um, it's a big thing as a quarterback to know that you have the trust of your signal caller. So we've had a lot of conversations this offseason, you know, from last year into the offseason into fall camp. So uh, we're on the same page. We, we know uh, what to expect and, and what we're working towards. Is there a specific plan to try and throw the ball deep 
in practice more often? Um, I wouldn't say that there's there's like a, a plan or you know that I've met with Coach and I and he's like okay this is this is what we're trying to do um, this many plays or whatever but we have design plays where that's what we're trying to do but again as a quarterback we got to stick to our, our reads and our keys so if the defense allows us to stretch the field that way then then that's what we'll do and uh, our schemes are really good so we've been able to do that. This has been an off-season of a lot of work, and it's you can tell with your footwork and, and the confidence that you carry out there. How has the summer been for you in, in preparing and, and growing, and what kind of a difference have you noticed from last year to this year now? Yeah, it's uh, it's been good. It's, it's definitely been different. Last year I was, spent so much time rehabbing my knee, and, and I wasn't able to really focus on things that I really wanted to improve on and um, and do that. So th- this off-season was directed 100% of that so um, I was able to work on little technique things I was able to grab my receivers and say hey we're going to run three routes today and we're going to perfect those three routes and and that's what we did throughout the summer so it was fun it was structured differently with NCAA now mandating you know the the spring term if you're in school and so that kind of took away from some of our senior leadership you know because there was there was a structure there but the summer we were able to do that and and, uh, it's that's that's the best part of the season you know is when you can get with your guys and and basically you guys get to run it so uh we had a great off season what's your confidence level relative to the brand new receivers that you bring in um it's great i think our coaching staff has has done an extremely good job and i think a lot of it goes to the guys that came in you know you look at jordan leslie keanu those guys have one year and then they're done and so they came in here they learned the offense they learned the system um we were constantly in in the meeting room and i was drawing up plays kind of telling them what i expected and uh they've done a great job and and so it's just translated you know jordan and keanu are both working in in the the one rotation right now We've talked to some of the receivers, and uh, they feel like they're fast enough that it would be hard for you to overthrow them. Can you overthrow them with your arm? Well, if, if I threw it really early, I could. Um, <laughs> but if I took a three-step drop and, and let it go, it, it's, it's tough. we got we got some receivers, and um, now it's transitioning to you know getting the ball out, ball out earlier and, and, and doing that stuff. But, uh, you know, if if I took a three-step drop, I, I could probably pretty much put everything I had on it, and, and they could go get it. Who's the fastest on the team? We've asked that before, but now that you've kind of been out there in a few days of practice, who's the fastest guy? Honestly, I, I don't know. Top uh, three. Top three. I, I think I think Devon is, is pretty fast. I think uh, Robertson Daniels pretty fast. Um, outside of that, maybe, maybe Jamal and... Uh, Jamal and Mitch and I maybe around in there. That's five, but that's all right. Hey, I'm I'm just I'm just ballparking, all right. <laughs> Ross Apple the other day mentioned that Bronco Mendenhall said he'd like to run 25 more plays per game. Is that per game? I don't I don't know if he's talking like offensively and defensively the 25 accumulating, but um, I don't Is know. Is there a set increased goal there? Not not that I'm aware of. Okay, I I, I don't know. So. Um, Basically, we, we want to keep the ball in our hands a, a long time, but we know the, the hurry-up, we're going to get a lot of plays. So we'll just do, do what we can, you know. Um, we'll just see what happens. I haven't been aware of any goal along, with, along those lines. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. You, you just, you just like can't. Yeah. Five more, maybe.
Well, hopefully, hopefully we're in a position in, in the fourth quarter. You know, we can run four-minute offense or something where, where we're huddling up. You know, and, and then we don't have to run 25 more plays. There you go. So. Exactly. Is the knee brace going to be part the part of Taysom Hill's game all year long? Yeah, I think so. I was, I was kind of joking around with Coach Menahol after practice today, and and I brought it up. But I, I think I mentioned this before. I, I looked at my knee brace after the season last year, and, and it was so beat up. And uh, you know, I just feel like without my knee brace, that's beatings going straight to my knees. So, um, you know, we're, we're a lot better as a team if, if I'm playing 13 games rather than six, and it's just not worth it. So. Well, it's a symbol of how you dominated Texas, and, and that's how <laughs> Texas looks at it, is the kid with the knee brace. Did you use the same knee brace all season, or did you switch it? Uh, first game, I wore a, a different brand, and then uh, week two, I, I changed, and, and I wore that one the rest of the season. Was it lighter? Did it make a difference? I felt it fit my, my leg a little bit better. I don't know the, the discrepancy between weight and, and all that stuff, but I felt like it fit me better. A lot's changed in your life. You're a married player now. Uh, how has that changed your approach to, to this season, and, and has it helped you get ready even more? Yeah, um, it, it's been unique. You know, this off season, you know, it's, it's, it's been you know, a great time in my life, and it's, it's been extremely fun. Uh, but now starting camp, you know, last year I was worried about myself and, and the team and everything else. And, and being married, you obviously you're accountable for somebody else at that time. And and so, uh, you know, when when we said our goodbyes, you know, to go to fall camp, it's like she <laughs> she was really sad. Um, but it's been good. She's a great supporting cast. And you know, there's a lot of things that happens on the field outside of you know football here in the community, all that stuff. And so it's a great resource to have when I can go home and, and have a, a great asset there. So it's been a, a, a positive on, on every facet. How much better is Nick Kurtz? It's not even close. You know, I, we, we talked about that the other day. Just looking at him from spring to where he is now, he, he's an entirely different player. He's, he's so confident. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows all of his routes, and, and he's playing really well. You're taking an increased role as a leader in the locker room now as a junior quarterback. Do you kind of feel like, okay, I'm, I'm the guy. This is this is my team, and they're all looking to me as the guy to lead them? Uh, you know, I, part of that, I just you know, being, being the quarterback, guys, guys often look to you, and, and coaches will – kind of look to you to to get things organized and get things in order and um i feel like throughout the summer that's kind of how it was you know we, we organized i put a lot of time into organizing workouts and stuff like that and um I, i'm aware of it and, and i do my best to make sure i'm working as hard as i possibly can so i can i can help out everybody else but it comes with you know guys got to respect you and you got to make plays and and uh as you do that you know they, they start to trust and follow Okay, thanks, Jason. Thanks, guys. Cougar Camp All Access with BYU quarterback Taysom Hill. Uh, I loved so much his candor on on the fact that, look, I spent so much time rehabbing my knee last year. This year it's been all about the little things, about the technicalities, the footwork, the timing, the routes. And you can tell. You can tell. And that's why Robert and I came in and said, oh, you can see that he has put in some work. Robert and I are super high on Taysom Hill and his physicality and the way he looks, but also in the little things. That's encouraging to me if my offensive coordinator is like, yeah, I can tell yeah. a big difference. Taysom Hill was a sophomore last year coming off of a knee injury season ending. What did we expect him to do? Be top 10 in total offense? I don't think so. I think he did pretty well. BYU wanted better execution on third down and in the red zone. 
I think you'll see that this year. BYU has more increased talent at the wideouts. A junior quarterback who didn't rehab a knee. He, he'll be better. It's just how much better. 4,200 total yards, you mentioned, as a sophomore. What can he do not rehabbing a knee coming into his junior season? Another year under with the offense under his belt. Things are definitely pointing up. How many total yards will Taysom Hill have on August 29th? Countdown to Connecticut. 22 days. Danny Ainge, Clyde Drexler. Tomorrow, to three your, weeks. To answer your question, 400-plus total offense. He's going to go 400-plus at UConn? <laughs> I'm not even. No, no, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 a, I'm a believer. 500, 500 I'm, a, I'm a believer, Jerem. <laughs> Stop it. Which wide receiver will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? That is our Twitter question. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, the Nick Emery situation with our medical correspondent. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Broadcasting in beautiful radio vision from Studio B. September 5th, it's a Friday, the day before BYU plays at Texas. We'll have a two-hour live edition on remote from the BYU store on campus here at Brigham. If you're local, come hang out. If not, two hours of the show that day. It's going to be fun. BYU will be 1-0, preparing to go 2-0 at Texas. What? Jeremy will be wearing neon green, nope. pink socks. He'll be nope. chucking stuff into the crowd. Yes, on that. Yeah, that'll happen, right? Yeah, sure. Great. You know what you're going to wear yet? Nope. I don't know what I'm wearing tomorrow. <laughs> Tonight. I have no idea. Oh, I'm guessing probably, plaid. Yeah, probably I'm plaid. I'm guessing sure. plaid yeah. tomorrow. Lumberjack. Yes. Uh, our Twitter question said, okay, actually, let's go to a tweet from at Parker Lawrence, not related to our Twitter question today. He said, I picked up some great gear at the BYU store because they support the greatest radio show. He bought the blue football shirt, and it is awesome. sweet. I actually, nice saw him. I actually saw the picture of it. So, yeah. Go and, go and pick up your stuff from the BYU store. Which wide receiver will have the most receiving yards for BYU in 2014? That is our Twitter question. Continue to use the hashtag BYUSN. Joining BYU Sports Nation now, medical correspondent and friend of the program, Dr. Matthew Polson. We're talking about Nick Emery, his early release from his mission to Germany due to something called thoracic outlet syndrome, also known as TOS. Quite simply, doctor, what is thoracic outlet syndrome in layman's terms? Well, it's, uh, it, there's, uh, there's some nerves and blood vessels, important ones, that go from the shoulder area down into the arm, and they go into the thorax, and that's why they call it the thoracic outlet syndrome. And uh, you can pinch. There's a brachial plexus, which is like the major nerves going down to the arm, and you can, it can be pinched, uh, various causes as it goes down into the thorax where sometimes the blood vessel itself can kind of be constricted and it can be caused by a variety of things like a, like the first rib or even an extra rib that you're not supposed to have like a cervical rib that comes off of one of the cervical vertebrae or sometimes one of the neck muscles called the scalene muscle can get really enlarged and kind of compress on it but that's what it is. How does it affect a person? Um, it can be very problematic. I mean, it, it, it's typically with overhead-type things, like, you know, working on something overhead or maybe asleep, and you notice that your arms are way above your head while you're sleeping, and you have all these numbness and shooting electric-type pains in your in your arm. Or if it's constricting the blood vessel, then you can get, you know, can kind of lose your pulse, and you can kind of, fingers can turn white a little bit or that kind of thing. But it can be, you know, it can be minimal symptoms or it can be very substantial and very problematic symptoms. 
So certainly that can be problematic for a star basketball player such as Nick Emery trying to deal with something like this if he wants to have a, a good career in the sport that he loves to play. Absolutely. Dr. Matthew Polson, orthopedic surgeon at Blue Rock Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine on BYU Sports Nation, our medical correspondent. How do you treat something like thoracic outlet syndrome, doctor? Well, you always want to start with non-surgery type stuff. I mean, sometimes surgery is required, but you always want to start with things like physical therapy, sometimes uh, strengthening what's called the shoulder girdle, the bones and muscles around the shoulder. Shoulders are very complex and Sometimes some physical therapy to balance out the muscles and that can really help lessen tension on it and, and really help. And, and icing, moist heat, anti-inflammatories, sometimes a brief course of oral, you know, like prednisone, really strong anti-inflammatory can help calm down inflammation and help things. And so that combination often will help improve symptoms. And But if it's an anatomical thing that's impinging that structure of the nerve or blood vessel, and sometimes that does need surgery to either remove that structure or release it and make more room for it. Is there an average timeline that it takes to get back to somewhat regular health with uh, TOS? Uh, you know, I don't know that I know an average timeline. Some people it's uh, maybe a few months, but some people struggle with this for a long time, years. Okay. Um, but some, if you let's say that someone had a extra rib that they weren't supposed to have, but they were just born with it, and that's what the culprit is, and you have that removed for, for, for surgery, from surgery or whatever, um, that's a pretty high success rate, and so it can be a, a pretty rapid recovery, but this can be a complex diagnosis with a, a variety of causes, and so some of them are not as straightforward, and it can last a while. Dr. Matthew Polson, orthopedic surgeon at Blue Rock Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine, also a former BYU cross-country runner. Doctor, we appreciate the insight and uh, the look at TOS. Anytime. Thank you. All right. So here's what Nick Emery is dealing and with. He's dealt with this for a couple of years. He, he, wore, he wore long sleeve compression kind of Under Armour shirts to kind of help with circulation is one report that I saw in high school. We saw that. I always thought, is he trying to shed weight? What's going on? No, it was to help with circulation. Does a shooter need his shoulder to be functioning properly? Uh, yes. Uh, what? Yeah. So concern right now for Elder Emery. As he tries to get back and get healthy. At some point, hopefully basketball's in the mix and he's 100%. Yeah, and the doctor mentioned that surgery may be required. So we'll find out more about that as things Does develop. Does he have that extra rib? Yeah. It's good to have Nick back. Good to see a smile on his face. And we wish him the best in his recovery. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Whip around and more of your tweets. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out about to wrap up another epic edition of BYU Sports Nation. Really was a great show today. Covered a lot of stuff. Uh, you know what time it is, Jerem? Cougar Whip Around. It's time yep. for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Nick Emery returned home from his mission in Germany Wednesday due to a medical condition called thoracic outlet syndrome. There's no indication as to Emery's timeline with basketball yet. Football. Spencer Hadley signed with the Oakland Raiders on Wednesday. Congrats to Hadley, who gets a second chance as a rookie to make a 53-man roster or practice squad. Football. This morning, the USA Today ranked BYU number 34 in its college football countdown ahead of Michigan State, Texas, and, of course, Utah and Utah State, etc. <laughs> the end. Okay. Baseball. 
BYU pitcher Colton Mahoney has a great beard. He's also this yes, week's Cape Cod outstanding pitcher after being named on the All Star t- to the All Star team in July. Last night he struck out 13 in seven innings. That a boy. Mahoney will pitch for BYU as a junior in 2015. Cougars in the PGA. Daniel Summerhays will tee off this afternoon in the PGA Championship at Valhalla Golf Club in Louisville, Kentucky. Our Cougar Camp All Access continues from fall camp. Tomorrow, more two-on-one interviews. Those have been really entertaining and insightful. Practice six today. Full pads. Day five. Yesterday was full pads for everyone that had practiced five times. So Algernon Brown showed up for the first time yesterday. He can't have full pads until the fifth practice. The acclimation period. What do you mean, hopefully? That was for me. I I feel like they have been entertaining. Listen, this is another one of my things, man. I I think that has been entertaining for me. Like, homecoming spectacular. It's called spectacular. Like, and I, you know, all indications are that it is spectacular. But in general, it's like, let me tell you if it is spectacular. I'm not telling people that it's entertaining for them. I'm saying it was entertaining for me to do the interview. Is that okay? Sure. Does yeah. that fit the technicality? Hopefully they were in inter- It's like, well, you tell us if they were entertaining. You know, two. Yeah, no, I'm not telling yeah. anybody else. Yeah, hopefully they have been for yeah. everyone else. But for me, yeah. it was entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Our t- today's rise and shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Let's go with Taysom Hill and Craig Bills. BYU golf last night as a team. One of these activities. Uh, they played scramble uh, on the golf course and. Taysom Hill and Craig Bills won. Yeah, how of course did they, the quarterback How did wins. they get on the same team? Brothers-in-law. Brothers! Yeah, Taysom's the best golfer on the team, so I shouldn't be that surprised. It's, QBs are always the best golfers. He's like a six handicap. Craig He's, Bills has a bum shoulder. I'm surprised he brought it. Maybe he putts well or something, and Taysom drove it well. Something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Something. Uh, our Twitter Where does David today? Nixon fit into that? Which wide receiver <laughs> will lead BYU in receiving yards in 2014? At Brent Moritzen, Mitch Matthews. I think he is Taysom's favorite, and that is always a factor. Could be. At Laser Sheep. I have a lunch bet with my friend, and my guy this year is Jordan Leslie. Immediate impact at JLess94. The win! Uh, really quickly, at I underscore Pit of the Fool says, I need some BYU Sports Nation karma for today so I can snag a BYU 50 box today. Good luck at I Pit of the Fool. So we give it? Yeah, okay. let's give it to him. Thanks to Taysom Hill, Guy Holiday, Dr. Matthew Polson, and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> the show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and on BYUTV.org slash DVR for Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Jason Kukahiko. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. You look good.